0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to 30-Minute Thrive, your go-to podcast for anything and everything HR, powered by MRA, the Management Association. Looking to stay on top of the ever-changing world of HR? MRA has got you covered. We'll be the first to tell you what's hot and what's not. I'm your host, Sophie Voller, and we are so glad you're here. Now it's time to thrive. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 30-Minute Thrive. Today we're gonna be talking about the ins and outs of internships. So if you're looking to start an internship program at your organization, or maybe you have one started already, but you're looking to make it even more successful, it's a good thing you're here today with us because we're joined by Courtney Lamers, MRA's Senior Manager of Member Engagement and MRA's Intern Leadership Program Organizer. So Courtney's really here to uh, help organizations not only design and implement, internship program but also help develop existing ones into successful programs and having been an intern myself at mra i love this topic um, and i'm really excited to talk about it so courtney let's kind of start start from the top here (laughs) those who have never implemented an internship program before what are some of the key starting factors that a company would really need
1: Absolutely. Great question. And thank you for having me today. You know, it really is that time of the year where everyone is reaching out about internships. And it's been exciting to hear from a lot of companies that are just beginning their internship journey. So I think it's going to be a really fun summer. And I'm super excited for all of you that have interns. Um, I think those that have had interns have really found it valuable and continue to see that year over year. And so I'm really excited for all of those companies that are starting it. Uh, I think that's a great question to start with, just because we do see a lot of companies that are starting internship programs. And I would say the key in starting an internship program, and there's a lot of things that go into it, but one of the most important things is making sure that you have the correct manager and managers in place to support an intern, support their experience as a whole, And be able to have some of those difficult conversations where I think we see with companies, a lot of times managers will come and say, I really want an intern. But if that manager may not have the culture in the department, that's correct, or may not necessarily be equipped with the tools to be a great manager for an intern. Some companies are having those conversations. So I think manager buy-in and understanding of what it really takes to have an intern is huge. Um, You know, I think... Like any new employee, I think interns take a little bit of extra time and really supporting that experience from mentorship and coaching and giving them opportunities. There is a little bit of additional work, um, you know, for an intern. So I think we see companies that have super successful intern programs and what you see behind those are managers and companies that have complete buy-in. So I think, you know, honestly, before you even get to the manager piece, you need to think about And talk with your leadership team and understand that there is a buy-in needed and um, an investment, honestly, between both time and money and what goes into a great experience. So I think, you know, really the buy-in is the first step. And then there are a lot of steps along the way to get to that manager piece. Um, But I think that is so key. Um, Just kind of starting about with the whole experience. So obviously, once you have the manager buy-in, that's huge. Or leadership ion, excuse me. And then I think really think about why you're having an intern. Um, You know, I think in the past, interns have historically been added to a team to help with some of those, you know, daily tasks and some of those things that can be taken off of other people's plates. Um, But we see a lot of companies that are looking to hire interns. For a long-term perspective. So one from a brand awareness standpoint, these interns are going back to and talking to their friends, you know, on campus and even on social media about their experience as a whole. So those, you know, word of mouth brand ambassador pieces is a huge part of it. And we also see interns a lot as their um, talent supply chain. So really trying to hang on to those interns. So just really understanding the why, what's the purpose of your program? And then putting some of those structural pieces around to support the intern throughout the length of their internship. And then, of course, thinking about what are those elements that make this an experience as a whole. So, of course, there's the work component of it, but what mentorship opportunities, what networking, professional development, all of that stuff to provide this great experience so the interns really want to Um, either stay at your organization or go back and tell their friends all about it. So long-winded way of saying like, there's a lot of pieces to get started, but the most important one, just having that manager, um, you know, really be there to support their interns. Sorry, that was a long
0: answer to your question. No, there's a lot that goes into starting an internship program. And like you said, before even thinking about it, it's the whole planning process and evaluating why am I having interns at the company can manage the interns and has the capacity to do that and then it's also thinking about like some companies may have one intern but some may may have 30 so it's like how do you split that up between managers and in roles and stuff like that but once you have that plan in place like you were talking about even and even if you already have a great internship program developed how do you find the interns? I think that's a huge question. Um, like recruiting best practices. Uh, do you have any suggestions on where to find interns? When to find interns? I know now is a great time to start talking about it. Um, but just looking for any best practices you may have there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, shameless plug for Emily's Recruiting Services team. They really do all of the recruiting for interns, so they um, are a great resource to tap. But I would say we see um, a lot of interns get hired from networking in schools. Um, We just did a hot topic survey not too long ago. And I think like 87% of our respondents said that they find their interns and they have a lot of great luck by, you know, going to job fairs at universities and colleges and um, just different locations where they're able to network with people. I would also say share it out to your LinkedIn page. Um, You know, I think we see a lot of interns get hired because of connections they have. And I, you know, I get, we'll send out something about MRA's intern leadership program and I'll get people come back and say like, well, I don't have an intern at my company, but I do have a daughter that's looking for an internship or a niece or a nephew. And I'm always willing to help pair that. So you just never know who's going to see some of that. Um, But like I said, I think for the most part, people have a lot of luck getting in front of the universities, the colleges and being on campus in front of the next generation of talent. Um, and just from a brand awareness standpoint, there's always a benefit there too. Um, as far as timing, you know, I think we've seen it be done successfully at various times throughout the year. Um, you know, we are seeing a lot of companies now that are ramping up for summer internships. So that are starting to just, Um, find their interns now we do recommend a little bit earlier than now at this point of the year we'll see some of the uh, schools and the organizations that have bigger internship programs are starting you know right after the summer so they're starting in September hiring all the way for the next summer and I mean sometimes it's a lot of work to fill 35 internships or however many there are But a lot of the um, career fairs happen early in the fall and again in the spring. So just kind of thinking, being strategic about that, it doesn't mean you have to start in the fall. People have a lot of great luck in the spring. Um, So definitely an option too. But as far as best practices, I would also say think about your job description and your job ad, and you don't have to put every single detail, every single project that they're going to be working on. Um, But some highlight some of those. You know, main responsibilities, of course, but then some of those fun things, too. So, like, for example, we have a company that's participating in the intern leadership program program that MRA offers, and they put that as part of their job description, in every single one of their interns that they ended up hiring had said that they had asked the question like why did you apply for this internship and they all said the intern leadership program so some of that professional development that's part of that intern program can be part of the the job ad that job description um, so some of those fun key elements and showcasing the mentorship and networking opportunities that they're going to have and also i would just say if there's an opportunity for them to learn the business as a whole um put some of that stuff in your job ads as well i think interns in general are just trying to gain as much experience and knowledge as they can. So if they see that in your job description and your job ad, I think that's going to be a huge draw for them.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I was going to say, you're trying to attract these interns like a new employee. So like, like you said, be creative and show off what flexible arrangements you may have, something that's going to attract an intern to want to work for your organization.
1: One of the things that we hear about um, from the interns is they like, I mean, they like the flexibility, of course, but I think some of the struggle is they really want to learn from others and be mentored. And it's really hard to do that if they're coming into the office, which they, a lot of them have shown that they want to come into the office for that mentorship opportunity. But if they're coming in and nobody else is in the office, that can be a really challenging thing too. So if you are able to express what those mentorship opportunities and those learning opportunities are, that I think is a great way for them to like really understand how that could happen. Um, And the other thing, just kind of going back to, you know, the timing of hiring interns, we've seen a lot more in the last year or two of companies that are hiring interns, and then they're struggling to retain them even to start their internship. So, you know, you have to find that balance of hiring them early enough, but then also keeping them engaged. So if you do hire them in, you know, January, that's still another, you know, five or six months until they start their internship so, just think about how you're going to keep them engaged and excited about your internship experience. Um, you know, we typically, we've seen some data and we recommend, you know, every three weeks that you're reaching out, or three t- every three weeks you're reaching out to those interns, um, you know, with some type of communication, whether it's their managers are reaching out, whether it's different people on the team, HR, sharing company newsletters, all of that stuff to keep them engaged so they're not like do I still have this internship? I haven't heard from them in a couple months. Like, what's going on here? So just keeping them excited and engaged is important too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Those are all great points. Um, Let's say you have your group of hired interns now. What steps are really taken then to, like, integrate them into the company's work environment and team? Um, Kind of what does the onboarding process look like for them?
1: Yeah, I think... You know, that's a great question. I would say um, I would just start by looking at what your current onboarding process is for any new hire. I mean, a lot of that will pertain to them as well, but then looking at what additional pieces are you going to add? Again, I think this the internship experience really is what I just said, an experience. So what are you doing for them on day one to really provide that impact and get them excited for the summer? Um, obviously there are some HR things that you just have to take care of on day one, but what swag are you giving them? Are you buying them lunch? Are they getting to meet with a lot of people? You know, I think day one really should be about building some of that excitement, but then how are they learning and growing throughout their entire, you know, summer? And what does that learning plan and onboarding look like beyond day one and how to integrate them within the organization? And of course, every company is different in what they need to know, um, but I would just really recommend that you look at your own current onboarding process, how to even enhance that even a little bit further, like knowing that this, a lot of them, this might be their first real job in the workplace. And how do you help them feel comfortable and navigate some of those, you know, nuances or things that, you know, people, you assume people just know by being in the workplace and even just like dress code. I know that's not the most exciting thing, but like, you know, Mm -hmm. we've had a lot of companies say our interns don't even know what our dress code is. And, you know, you forget that sometimes this is their first real job. So having to help them out and honestly, the earlier, the better, that can be something you can communicate even before they start. So I think really just how do you assimilate them with your organization, your best practices within your company and how they can, you know, feel comfortable and be set up for success from the beginning. You know, I I look at Sophie when you were an intern, which was, you know, a while ago now, but, you know, you texted me and your manager at the time was like, hey, like we're about a week and a half out. Like what, you know, what is the dress code? And we're like, oh my gosh, like how did we not even tell her that? Like, that's a great question, you know, like you're just trying to be, you know, set up for success. So any of those things that like might be on their minds, just let those know up front. And I think also just a side note of that, of like make sure they have your phone number so they can text you those questions and encourage them to do that. Because like when you texted us, we were like, oh my gosh, like, of course, how did we not even think about that? And obviously it was on your mind because you sent us a message.
0: Yeah, that's funny because I was going to bring that up as an example here, just showing the importance of onboarding an intern, because like you said, a lot of the time um, an internship may maybe somebody's first real life kind of job experience. So the onboarding process is just as important As important, if not the most important step, in my opinion, just because you want to make that great first impression and get them excited on day one. And yeah, I think for my experience, I felt comfortable to text you guys and say, hey, like we're a couple days away from the first day. What's the dress code? But then I also remember feeling very comfortable when I first walked in because I got to meet everyone at the company. There was a swag, like gift bag or laid all over my desk. Um, Just the process of day one went awesome. And I remember also being in the car because um, you and my manager took me out to lunch. And I remember like taking a picture, a selfie in the backseat. And I'm like, mom, look, they're taking me out to lunch. And I had my name tag. But it's like those little things that make the day one experience and it gets I don't know made me excited hey to come back day two and like what's day two gonna look like what's day three gonna look like so kind of like continuously sparking that excitement to make make the experience great and it yeah. was
1: <laughs> oh that's awesome I I mean I think that's so true and you know I you think you start to take some of those things for granted it's like a oh, business car is a name tag like you know you're you've been in the in the business world for a while. And, you know, I think business cards were such a big deal when I got them for the first time. I was like, oh my gosh, as an intern, I have business cards. And it was like giving them to my family members. And it's like, you know, it's such a little thing, but it really does. You're like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) I'm an adult now, you know? So I think, like you said, it's all about those little
0: experiences. Yeah. And just to add on to that too, I know we talked about going out to lunch or doing something special, but Even if you have virtual interns or remote interns, which I think is kind of becoming the new norm almost, um, you can still do those special things. Maybe you send them a gift card on day one to go grab something for lunch, or maybe you do a virtual lunch with them. So we were talking about our experience in person, but this can definitely apply virtually too.
1: Absolutely. For sure. I mean, I think gift cards just door dashing something to their door. There's a lot of there's a lot of creative things out there that companies are doing
0: for sure. Yeah. So next step here. Now we talked about recruiting interns, kind of the whole planning process. So now let's say your internship program is established. How do you really ensure its sustainability and what strategies would you employ for the continuous improvement based on feedback and just industry trends?
1: Yeah. I mean, I always tell companies, like, don't be afraid to just ask your interns what they're thinking and ask for feedback. Um, You know, I think some interns are more comfortable than others about giving their feedback. But I think, you know, even just a pulse survey every week or every other week, whether it comes from HR or the hiring manager, just giving them an opportunity to share what's on their mind and what recommendations they have. We see a lot of companies that typically do, you know, what is... Known as an exit interview, where they're just asking for feedback. And the amount of times companies say, like, wow, that was such a simple thing. We could have implemented that if we knew. So we're even seeing companies that are doing, you know, poll surveys, like I mentioned, or, you know, a couple of weeks in, like, how was your first, you know, month on the job? Is there anything else we can do to support you? And for the most part, and um, HR has reported, at least from the groups that I've talked with, they're getting really good feedback from their interns and they're like, some of the things are so small that we can just implement right away. And some of them are bigger picture that we can take, you know, and apply company wide. So again, just talk to them, see how they're doing give them an opportunity in a safe space to have those conversations. Um, I would also just say it talking to other companies and reading more on best practices about what other, you know, companies are doing. There's a lot of great information out there. Um, You know, of course, we have our roundtables and internships typically come up in, you know, a lot of the different roundtables. So just being able to hear what cool things other companies are doing are a great way to benchmark, you know, what your program looks like and what you're providing to your interns and even just spark some additional ideas and, you know, help bounce ideas off of each other as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. So we've talked about the importance of continuous learning and skill development with interns So how do you really foster a culture of that continuous learning with your internship programs? Um, And I guess, how do you kind of encourage interns to stay updated on industry trends and kind of want to acquire new skills?
1: Yeah, you know, when you sent this to me in advance, I was looking through this and I was thinking a lot of um, I love the term culture of continuous learning and continuous um, professional development mindset and at first when I started reading the question I was like I was thinking about it from a manager and culture standpoint beyond the intern and I think what we hear from companies and managers is they learn so much and get a whole different perspective by bringing in the interns so part of that is like when you're building the intern program from the beginning you're setting expectations of your company and your culture of we're bringing these interns in to do you know, real work, make a real impact and kind of setting that up from the beginning of be open-minded of they're not just here to do some of the the dirty work, if you will, and they're really here to make an impact. So I think, you know, the continuous learning goes from both sides. Um, from the intern perspective, I think we see so many interns, almost all of them that we see already come in with just a hunger to learn and absorb so much. I think you're you're lucky with that demographic of people and interns because they just naturally are here to learn as much as they can they're excited to learn they're excited to grow in their career and they want to do whatever they can um you know again I think part of it even could go back to that job description or job expectations of what is your professional development how are you going to learn this and um, even having maybe an individual development plan for them and learn it you know part of it being a an opportunity for them to learn industry standards, maybe some job shadow, some of that type of stuff, but then also some of those soft skills that they can take no matter what role they have in their career, you know, um, communication, you know, all those leadership skills, change management, all of that is all good and things that they can put on their resume. Um, I also recommend talking about it in your one-on-one conversations with managers and it doesn't have to be every single day, but I think, you know, when I was an intern, again, this was a while ago, but I think you're doing projects that might feel mundane to you. And you don't necessarily even realize the impact that you're having. And like, I remember when I was talking to one of my managers in a previous internship, and they were like, Oh my gosh, like you did a great job with this project management, like add project management to your skill set and add that to your resume. And I was like, project management, like all I did was, you know, schedule some meetings and take some notes or whatever. And they were like, no, you did way more than that. But even just being able to explain the impact Mm -hmm. that the interns are having. and, And I feel like, I don't know, Sophie, you can speak to your own experience, but I feel like interns don't always realize like, They just feel like they're doing a small project and then it's like, no, this was actually huge and this is what it did in X, Y, and Z and these are the skills that you learn from it. So we can talk about feedback in a minute, but as far as, you know, having those conversations and helping them understand what they've done and the skills they have is huge.
0: Yeah, I, going off of that, I was recently reading an article, a LinkedIn article on 2024 Internship trends. And one of them was something like prioritize skill development over traditional work. Mm -hmm. And I think we've emphasized that a lot here um, on the skill development. And it doesn't mean interns can't do traditional work, like the hands on kind of mundane stuff, like you were saying. Um, But it's really like talking about what skills they're developing and what skills you as an employer want them to develop so that they succeed in an internship and kind of growing into their career path. Um, so just kind of goes to show the importance. It's on 2024 internship trends. So yeah, <laughs> prioritize the skill development in your interns. Oh, for sure. So kind of going off of, I know you said that um, interns are usually, they have that hunger to develop new skills and to do great work what other key qualities and skills should leaders really help develop in their interns?
1: Yeah, you know, I think um, not that this is necessarily a skill, but helping them understand even just like workplace 101 and um, key terminology and just like, you know, business sayings that just, I think sometimes we all are like, oh, yeah, we all know what this means, like end of day, end of business day, even just things like that. Um, But as far as skills, we've seen a lot of um emphasis on communication and i think that goes just beyond interns as well in a hybrid remote um workplace when people are working in different time zones and all of that i think communicate and even just different generations we've seen a lot of conversation about what does good communication look like and um so i think that's a big one um i think bringing ideas to management is a big one i think interns have a lot of great ideas. And I think what we've seen over the years is interns are finding the balance of, I'm trying to make an impact and a name for myself and showing the great ideas I have, but also I don't want to overstep and talk in meetings You know that I was invited to, to listen and learn. And like, where am I allowed to speak up and where am I not? Or and what do they call it? Imposter syndrome, where you're like, I don't know if my idea is good enough. And am I really willing to speak up in front of a whole group of people? And so I think kind of helping balance and navigate some of that stuff and helping build some of that confidence is huge um, for them. We've seen an emphasis on, you know, problem solving, project management. Some of that um, is really big, too. So I think all of the skills that you're developing and your employees and um You know your leaders. I think really they're just trying to learn and grow. Um, Mm -hmm. So, however you can help them in that way and um, really understand what they're good at and what other skills they need to continue to develop is just a conversation worth having. And the ones that interns are really open to. And they, I mean, I think we see this in all shapes of business. Of people, people like to learn about themselves and talk about their experiences. And um, whatever you can do to help them learn and grow is a big piece of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And for interns, I would always go back to that quote, um, hire character train skill. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know, I think it's a good reminder that when you're hiring an intern, they might not have all of the skills that you may want them to have at the end of the internship, or they might not have all of the knowledge, you know, coming into it, because it probably is um, one of their first really um, first jobs, so I think that quote "higher character, trained for skill" um, is just always a good reminder too, because you can train for skill.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, I like that.
0: So, going on here, in what ways does? an organization support interns in building professional networks and how does really networking contribute to development as emerging leaders? Networking is huge.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of ways that organizations can support um, professional development for interns. You know, I think there is the traditional trainings in the classroom that can be done. There's a lot of great uh, modules online that companies can use, um, you know, LinkedIn learnings, all of that great stuff. Of course, MRA has training as well. Um, but I also think, you know, when I look at back at my professional development and my growth over my career, I think a lot of the most influential pieces that have helped me grow are being part of organizational projects, working with cross-functional teams, working with people that are different than myself and think differently, um, and then eventually growing into leading some of those projects. So what um, what projects can interns lead that maybe maybe they've been on your to do list for a while and you just haven't gotten to it? So any start and anything that they do is better than not doing it at all. So I think some of that project work, um, job shadowing, being able to just network and learn from other professionals is huge. Um, you know we offer an intern leadership program at MRA for our members, and we really focus on that professional development and networking because it it really helps them learn from other people, learn about different industries, learn about business as a whole, and learn with other learn from other leaders around the entire country. And just I think for the interns, some of their biggest takeaways is just hearing the journey that leaders have gone on to get to where they are. Um, and re- I think by the end of the summer, they truly realize that most leadership,, um, I guess, journeys are not linear. It's not it's not a ladder. you don't just go straight up. Um, but there's a lot of, you know, I think it's so funny when we do the CEO panels. It's like half of them, you know, started in a completely different field or industry than where they got to today. And I think that's really promising for interns. and I think it just really helps them relate and see, almost inspire them as well. And I think just going off the networking piece is when people network correctly, they really get, you know, further in their career. And again, it's that inspiration, but then what are you doing to make that impression after and connect with them? And um, I was talking to a recruiting team earlier today and they always say they're like, you're pe- most people after your first job, you're going to get most of your jobs after that, by who you know and who you've networked with. And, Um, you know, we do stuff during our internship program to help them, you know, just even build up their LinkedIn resume, LinkedIn profile, I'm sorry. And just so they can connect with people that they meet throughout the summer. And, you know, in 10 years from now, it might be like, oh my gosh, Sophie Bowler is connected to this person. Like, how can I, you know, reach out? So it's just, it's just crazy how, how small of a world it is. So um, I think the professional development and networking is huge for interns. And I think, any guidance that hr and hiring managers can do to help them with that is is super appreciated by the interns especially with the mentorship um more so than ever especially in a hybrid world we hear from interns asking how do i find a mentor that can help me grow and you know say my name in a room full of opportunities and i always love that quote about mentors but that's not necessarily always your manager and in such a short period of time, how do I get an actual mentor that can see my skill set and help me grow in my career? And um, I think just networking is a piece of it.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. And you talked about our MRA's intern leadership program and being able to network with leaders and CEOs, HR professionals, um, and young professionals too. But also, coming from an intern perspective, that program is so beneficial in the way that you're also networking with 80 to over a hundred other interns who are practically in the same boat as you. So um, that just that's a whole other benefit that we could talk about for an hour yeah. on um, having 80 to over a hundred people that you can talk to every day, um, kind of see what they're going through, ask them questions, um, and they can – I know I'm so connected with um, interns from a couple years ago and I don't know, I've really appreciated that um, from the intern program.
1: Yeah. Those networking connections, even from my internships too. It's, yeah, I still talk to some of them. It's yeah. friendships and future, um, maybe even colleagues again and networking connections.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's just inter- interesting to see what they're up to because you might have two completely different roles at different organizations, but it's interesting to be like, Hey, what are you doing this week? What are you working on this week? Oh, that's cool. I'm working on this and you can kind of connect that way too, which is awesome. Even just brand awareness from company to company. Yeah, definitely. Um, And we talked a little bit about mentorships, but is there any other um, mentor kind of pieces of advice that you want to give um, and how that kind of, ropes into the success of an internship program.
1: Yeah, I think um, just re-highlighting that mentorship, that question about how to even find a mentor that's right for you and how to find a mentor that's not your manager at your company during an internship came up so many times last year. So if you can go in to an internship program, saying to the intern or interns, we have a dedicated mentor to you um, I think that'll be huge. And I think even part of it, again, this goes up with the manager, you know, having the tools to be successful and to lead this intern. I think same with the mentors. If you can provide them with maybe some training and some guidance and maybe even like a coaching certificate or um, what their expectations are and how they can help interns. I think having a common um playing ground, I guess, for mentors would be huge and they can really help the interns be successful. And I think that's just another really close networking connection that the interns will walk away with throughout the summer. So but I would also be strategic in um, you know, who you choose as a mentor. Um, but we have seen some companies that have used some emerging leaders and some young professionals that are looking to grow their own leadership skills, um, who maybe aren't quite ready to be a supervisor or a manager yet, but this is a great way to kind of mentor and coach, um, and grow your own skills. So just think about that with your own emerging leaders within your organization.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, do you have any examples of talking about more projects and the hands-on work now, um, Any examples of projects or initiatives that are designed to kind of challenge interns or any of those like stretch projects that you would recommend giving to interns to let them showcase their leadership potential?
1: Yeah I honestly would have to look at a list because I've I always every summer I'm like well that such a great stretch project for interns and Um, But I'll just share a couple off the top of my head. I think directly from the HR perspective, those that have had HR interns um, will do like exit interviews and they'll do um, like they'll develop a whole structured program about an intern program. Um, They can even build out the mentorship program. And just generally speaking, I think look at your own to-do list and see like what projects or like strategic initiatives have you been thinking about and know your team needs to get to that you really haven't had time for and let them run with it. Like I said, it's if it's just sitting on your desk, it's not going anywhere. So you at least have some momentum to keep it moving forward and having someone bring fresh ideas and perspectives to it. Um, I saw one company that knew they needed to in implement a DEI strategy within their organization. And they, they were, um, they had a smaller internship program. I think they had four or five interns. I don't recall off the top of my head, but they had that group of interns work together to build a DEI strategy internally at their organization, including, which included obviously some research, but also understanding like what an employee resource group looks like, how we get one started, who's going to lead that. What does the communication look like? And they built out a whole DEI program for their organization. And then they presented it to their executive team. So all of their CEO and all of their senior leadership, and they were able to go forward and start to implement this. So just a huge, um, you know, kudos to them for doing that and running with that. That's not an easy task. And obviously they had guidance along the way, Um, but I think that's a great project to show. And then we've actually had, um, there was one I'm picturing that they documented all of their standard operating procedures. And then along the way they were asked to, you know, one, you have to document it, but then two, come back with recommendations for efficiencies in the process. And a lot of times even documenting it, naturally curious, wanting to learn interns is asking why, like, why do we do it this way? And not in a negative way, but just like they were curious. And then, you know, if you as a manager or whoever is doing the um, teaching isn't able to answer that, why, I think it's a good, you know, sign. Maybe we need to look at our process and think of some other ways. So I think even just being able to showcase the efficiencies that have been put on because of someone just documenting standard operating procedures is another really cool project. So those are a few off the top of my head. But again, I would just take a look at your own task lists and and see like what um, what you're hoping to get done and let them run with it.
0: Yeah. And I think another great big project or kind of stretch project that any company can do any internship to um, would just be looking at your own company from an audit perspective, like auditing the website or doing an, an analysis of the website. Or for example, I know I did a competitive analysis when I was an intern, which was a big project, but it was, I think, a great opportunity and a good big project to work on throughout the summer too. Um, and it also gave me a chance to work with some great leaders and kind of show it off to our executive team too. Um, so yeah, I would, I would say that that's not an easy project, but something that all companies can do and something that can improve your website, improve your organization as a whole. Mm-hmm. So... We talked about kind of performance management a little bit, but how do you? What are some ways to assess the performance of interns um, during um, and at the end of a program? And what mechanisms do you have in place for providing that constructive feedback to help them grow?
1: Yeah, I think feedback is so important, and that's something that we really hear from interns of. I think again this goes back to does your manager know how to manage interns um but feedback is something we hear and managers typically are like well if i'm if they're not hearing from me they're doing a good job and we have weekly check-ins and you know we just kind of talk through their projects and any challenges they have but i think interns want to know honestly daily and speak to this from your own experience but like are they on the right track are they doing a good job are they doing a bad job and tell them right away. I think, I know people don't want to hear this, but I would honestly check in with your interns at least once a day, if not more than that. I think, you know, a week, a lot of things happen in a week. And especially, you know, if you look at like a 10-week internship program, that's only 10 times you're meeting with your intern. And think about how much they're doing in a day, how many people they're trying to interact with. We hear interns are, um, not always, but sometimes they don't like to be bored. So, if you're only meeting with them once a week, how are they filling 40 hours of their work week? Are they truly busy and gaining knowledge and skills every, all of the, all of the week and having those great experiences? So I know managers (laughs) sometimes are like, I don't want to tell them they're doing a good job for just doing their job. But I think if they're not hearing anything, they really just don't know where they stand. So I recommend talking to them every day and I know Sophie, my favorite example from you was like, well, give me something negative. It's always so positive. And it's like, but you're doing a great job. And it's like, but there's got to be something I can improve on. And you're not the only intern that has said that. And I completely agree that even though you are doing a great job, are there even skills that maybe like that aren't being shown in this project, but maybe in other projects that I could develop. So I think being very specific in that feedback and very intentional is very important.
0: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And to piggyback off that, um, I would say something that I loved that you did when I was an intern, you mentioned interns don't like being bored. And that's very true, because that can make or break an internship, I think. Um, And what you did that really helped was checking in each day, like, how's your workload going? Do you need some more projects? Do you want to sit in on this meeting? So it's like always giving me an opportunity to be doing something new each and every day. Um, so I think, like you said, that communication with an intern is vital for an internship program to really succeed and to make sure that your intern is enjoying the work that they're doing um, and that they have an opportunity to like openly communicate communicate that with their manager if they aren't filling their 40 hours a week or have finished a project and don't know what to do after that
1: well it also helps just reprioritize I think I chuckle and this is not the best way to do it but we gave you like five pages of projects that we wanted you to work <laughs> on throughout the summer and I don't In in the best way possible I don't think I think you got through one page or whatever because so many other things came up throughout the summer that it was kind of like if we came to you in the morning and we we're like hey we have this cool project and you were like oh but i'm working on x y and z we could be like oh yeah finish x don't worry about y and then z can wait till next week but it was able to have us a, give us a chance to really learn what you like if you knew opportunities but also just to prioritize so you aren't just taking on things without um
0: yeah. you know
1: feeling like you had the bandwidth to do it all and be successful
0: yeah definitely and that- that will just give you another project management skill right there. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Um, But just as we wrap up here, Courtney, any lasting thoughts that you want to share? Um,
1: Actually, I'm going to turn it back to you. Just, you know, you've been involved with the intern leadership program for a couple of years and you obviously were an intern and you still talk with, you know, a couple of interns from previous years. So just anything, any thoughts that you would share to employers or maybe even hiring managers about creating a a great memorable experience.
0: I would just say, um, the big takeaway, I think just from today too, is that an effective internship benefits both the intern and the organization. I think that's always something to just keep in the back of your head that don't just have an intern to have an intern. like like bring us back to the first question there, that planning process and the planning stage. And Courtney, you can add on to this because you were a part of that planning stage. But I think that is the most vital step in an internship program is making sure um, you kind of have your priorities and your goals and just the value of having an intern that you have that confidently set before an intern comes in and you're not trying to figure out an intern's role while they're there. Um, Yeah, no,
1: I think that's that is absolutely crucial. And I think not that this is like the most important takeaway, but something that hasn't been mentioned yet is really make sure that the interns and all of the candidates that you're interviewing feel like you matter and that you're part of the organization from the beginning. And I think I just remember when we were interviewing candidates from the beginning you know i think we always wanted to keep them in the loop of where they were in the hiring process and i mean i think we made a decision very quickly and as soon as we made a decision we we let everybody know and you know i think even for those that we didn't end up hiring we still wanted to have a great relationship with them because you never know with opportunities in the future and we didn't want them to feel like oh it's just an intern we'll get back to them in a couple of weeks and i think the Uh, For us, it was important that everyone knew that this this is a critical role in our organization and they are going to make an impact and they're part of our team. So not necessarily that they're just an intern. And I think we tried to treat you like you were part of the team throughout the entire summer and beyond. And obviously, you're part of our team now. So
0: it all worked out (laughs) for us. And um, that was actually another 2024 internship trend that I read about was the importance of meaningful work in an internship and just ensuring that your interns can connect to your organization and to the work that they're doing. And it's not just you're doing work to do work. It's like you, your interns need to care about your organization's mission and values and their work's mission and values too. So It's a good mic drop moment there. Good way to add. Absolutely. I love it. Well, Courtney, thank you again for sharing your expertise with us today. And to our listeners, I would just encourage you to head to MRANet.org to check out how MRA can help you recruit, retain, um, as well as enhance your internship programs if you have an existing one. Um, And then also feel free to reach out to Courtney to... she is our manager of our internship leadership program. So um, we'll include her email down below in her LinkedIn profile if you want to connect with her. But otherwise, I appreciate the chat, Courtney. Um, thanks again to our listeners and we'll see you next week. Thanks for having me. And that wraps up our content for this episode. Be sure to reference the show notes where you can sign up to connect for more podcast updates. Check out other MRA episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, make sure to follow MRA's 30-Minute Thrive so you don't miss out. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next Wednesday to carry on the HR conversation.